Well, Lent begins, as you know, this coming Wednesday, uh, Ash Wednesday. And we begin this season of Lent with this beautiful tradition of being marked with that cross on our forehead. And I want to encourage all of us as we come forward for that ritual on Ash Wednesday to think about the meaning of that cross of ashes. You know, it's really a sign of our humility coming before the Lord and preparation for this beautiful season of Advent and just placing ourselves in his care. And it's also a reminder for us to join the sufferings that we endure in this life with the perfect offering of suffering on the cross in reparation for our sins and the sins of others. And of course, it's a sign of faith as we walk out of these doors of the church with that cross on our forehead, people are going to notice that. And some people may comment, what is that on your forehead? And it gives us an opportunity to share our faith. Well, today we have this beautiful story of the healing of the leper. And I think it's such an appropriate way for us to kind of usher in this Lenten season that's starting on Wednesday. And we hear in the reading from Leviticus, the Old Testament reading, how they viewed people with leprosy. This idea of having to cry out to people, unclean, unclean, so no one would come near you, lest they might catch this horrible disease. And of course, there was a sense in which people who had leprosy were shunned. They were isolated. They were kept away from the mainstream population because of this disease. In our gospel story today, we see the faith of this man who has leprosy. He approaches Jesus and he falls to his knees. And there's this sense of deep humility as he falls to his knees before Jesus and makes that request, Lord, if you wish, if it's your will, you can make me clean. And there's this childlike trust in that act of surrender. He knows that Jesus is the one who can heal him. And then, of course, he opens his heart to receive that healing. And he's healed, he's cleaned of this leprosy. And we can only imagine what that must have felt like for him in that moment to realize that he had been completely freed of this horrible disease. And so as I was reflecting on these readings for this week, it occurred to me that this is such a beautiful model for us to take as we begin our Lenten journey, to think about the faith of a leper. And there are three aspects to that, the humility, the childlike trust, and opening our hearts to how God wants to work in our lives and bring healing. Well, let's start with humility. Humility is something that all of us, I think, are working on throughout our lives, trying to be more humble. And in some ways, it's like coming before God and saying, Lord, I'm a mess. 
I'm a mess. My life is not the way that it should be, but you already know that, Lord. My wife, Anne, uh, was sharing a story with me the other day. We were talking about these readings, and she was remembering a few years ago, she was on a mission trip in Uganda. And it was evening time, and they were out in this hut in the bush with these young boys, and the boys were having kind of a, a prayer meeting, and one of the young men was kind of um, encouraging and, and uh, giving some testimony to the other boys. And, and said, you know, we were there in this hut in the middle of the bush, and there was just a candle uh, lighting the, uh, the hut. And they were talking about their sins. And this boy admonished the other boys, and he said, you know, I don't know why you worry so much about your sins. God already knows what you did. There are no secrets. So we come to God in all humility, knowing that we fall a thousand times and we keep getting up and coming back for his mercy. There is a lie that we can fall into in this area, and I call it the lie of the prodigal. We all remember the story of the prodigal son, and when he fell, what happened? He realized he had messed up horribly, and he said, I no longer deserve to be called your son. I no longer deserve to be called your daughter. I'm going to come back hanging my head in shame, and I'm going to just take the lowest place, whatever that might be. And the truth is that his father was waiting for him. He was standing at that window for days or weeks watching for his child to return. And when the child returns, the father runs to him and puts his arms around him and embraces him and places a ring on his finger and a robe and says, we're going to celebrate because you were lost and have been found. Brothers and sisters, that is the truth of the mercy of God, that we always have another chance to make it right. The second aspect of this idea of the faith of the leper is this childlike trust. I was reading a story the other day, a small town in Georgia, and they had this horrible tragedy, a town of just a few hundred people. And this young boy was playing baseball, and he hit the ball, and the ball went into the street. Twelve-year-old boy, he ran into the street to get that ball, and a car came, and he was hit by that car. He was on life support for a few days, and then tragically he died. Well, his five-year-old cousin, Gemma, was one of the many people that came to that funeral. And this little girl was always talking about Jesus and angels, and she came to that funeral, and she immediately went to the side of her aunt, and she never left her for the whole time. She was ministering to her aunt and telling her that it was going to be okay, that Jesus was here, and she could see that angels were present, and it was going to be all right. And she ministered to so many people at that wake that night, comforting them with these words that Jesus was with them. 
And people were astounded at the faith of this five-year-old girl and how she took it upon herself to take care of everyone else and minister to them. Childlike faith. You know, there's a beautiful novena that Father Stephen commended to us a few weeks ago called the Surrender Novena. And if you haven't picked this up yet, I would encourage you to do so. There are some out on the book stand out here. And a novena is prayed for nine days, and so there are nine short reflections. And at the end of each day's reflection, there is a prayer that we pray ten times. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. That is the kind of childlike trust that we are called to have in our God. Finally, a heart that is open to healing. I'll share a brief experience of my own with you. It was 2006, and I was at a healing mass, and mass had ended, and people were coming up for prayer by this priest that had offered the mass. And it was a charismatic healing mass, and I was still not quite sure about, you know, the charismatic movement and all that. And so I came up in this line, and I'm coming along, and I'm seeing people being prayed over, and some of them are falling over backwards. And that's what's called being slain in the Spirit. That happens to people sometimes, a very powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit. And so I went up in the line, and the priest prayed over me for about 30 seconds, and I fell over backwards and landed on my back. And I felt this powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit, and it really changed my life. I can tell you I would not be standing here were it not for that encounter. And so there's a sense in which we need to open our hearts to have the faith that this man with leprosy had to come before the Lord in all humility, with childlike trust, and allow him to do what he does, which is to bring us healing and forgiveness and grace. We're getting ready to make this journey together. Let us consider this reading today and adopt the faith of the leper. Amen.